0: stripped-down, know-nothing podcast focusing on the bare-naked ladies. That's right. Whether they feel open and free or quite restricted, from sunshine to the wrong man was convicted, we're It's All Been Done, the podcast. He can't contain himself for the night. It's my co-host Evan. He could build me a lean to keep me warm until dawn. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's my co-host Saker. You know exactly who I'm talking about. Keep you warm. <laughs> that's right a lot of different ways to do that could you build a lean-to i don't a lean-to is just like sticks. a stick against the side of something yeah i mean but uh, i guess the, the assumption is that it keeps out we- uh, a nominal amount of weather a so tiny like, like it keeps the rain off of you i would have to put something on the sticks mm-hmm. some sort of tarp yeah tarp or, uh, or leaves tarp i could do it if i had all the supplies to make. if i had a lean-to making kit i could mm-hmm. make a lean-to so you can set up a tent is what you're saying (laughs) yeah and even then probably not but if you just plot me in the forest and said make a lean to with like leaves and shit no absolutely not could you yeah i think i think that it's not too difficult how would you even put them together well first you get two sticks with little forks in them Uh uh-huh and you hit them into the ground so that they're standing up then you put a a vertical stick and this is all against a tree Jesus. and then you lean sticks on it like at a, like a 45 degree angle? Yeah. And then you get leaves and shit and cover it with it. You can also oh, put clay and mud on it too if you want. You skipped the biggest part. What's that? Which is you get leaves and cover. How you how do you make a blanket of leaves without like sewing equipment? <laughs> what are you talking about? So the sticks that you're putting the, at the angle are right. right next to each other. They're like flush. So okay. the leaves aren't going to like slide through or anything. Okay. You just get leaves and branches. You can get like branches with leaves on them. And put them on top, and then you put more leaves on top of that, and it makes like a little cover so that the rain doesn't – I mean, it's going to get in, right? (laughs) It's going to get in. This isn't comfort we're talking about. This is like a bare – this is like the the easiest, most bare minimum amount of shelter you could create. At what point do you have to start making your lean-to? Like at noon – and then by bedtime it's done it I seems like a lot of I feel like it depends what situation you're in like if you're in a situation where there's lots of like just loose sticks on the ground and stuff like that i think you could you can hold off a little bit but like yeah. if you have to scavenge for the materials let's say the arctic you're dead <laughs> okay well what time do you start making your lead to before you die you make like a igloo though don't you or a little ice house could, could you make an igloo and no. don't say yes no okay, i could good. not make an igloo i mean i know that you can i know there's i've seen documentaries on how to make them at like the science centers like the kids really? science when i was a kid i remember like watching like a an inuit um guy demonstrate how to make an igloo can you not just find a snowbank and dig a hole in it isn't that an igloo yeah like a improvisational i feel like covering yourself i don't know i feel like that's something that they tell you to do is dig into a snow i I don't remember a lot of survival stuff because i never i never want to be in a situation where i need it so you don't remember it because you don't want to be in the situation the thing is like i've always been like Oh, welcome to Bear Grills, man versus food. <laughs> and he's out he's out there. He's like, I, you know, I could take a snake and peel off its skin and pee in it and drink the pee later. I'm like, okay, well, my plan is just to die there. So I'm just going to, you know, just, all right, Bear, you, you do your thing. Well, I'm just so, going to, I'm going to dog boy it and just, he, <laughs> uh, just leave me. No one carries me. Leave me in the desert. Leave me in the desert. I'm going to die. Here's what blows my mind. No though. one carries dog boy. Is that I've never really considered. That's for you, Jared. It's the, yeah. micro podcasting um i've never considered what i would do in the forest if i were trapped and alone i don't watch those shows Mm -hmm. they don't even cross my radar but you have actively thought about it and then denied like your survival well thing is like i don't see i don't i like the outdoors but I don't like being more than a half hour away from civilization. Sure. So I'll go on a fucking hike in a park. Sure. But I'm not I'm not the kind of guy who'll go to like a national park and be like, can't wait to sleep outside tonight. But we're not talking. You never have to build a lean to if you're like, can't people, wait to sleep outside. People get lost in, a nat- in national parks all the time. Maybe so. Uh, Yeah. I don't yeah. want to go to a place where there's enough wilderness that I could get lost in it. Okay. I'm not bad. that kind of person. Once, no shade on those kind of people. <laughs> <laughs> once in college, uh, a friend of mine uh, parked his car by uh, a hiking trail and then he wasn't seen for five days um, because he just got lost in the woods. He fell on a hill and couldn't get his way back up and got turned around down that hill. And it just fucking, there was a search party out for him. Mm-hmm. It was a nightmare. Uh, and he yeah. followed a river. That's what you're supposed to do is, is find a river do. and follow it because eventually you'll run into somebody. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but wild, though. I don't know. Maybe he built a lean to. I've mm. never asked him because he's, I didn't know him. He's very got well. it going on. <laughs> he's still got it going on. Still got it going on. What a terrible, terrible line. We've still got it going on, yeah. even after a short hiatus. Yeah, we had some. Uh, we had some plagues. We have some plagues, but we're back. We had um, some jigs. We do. We had some. Uh, Joggers, <laughs> Juggers. Juggers. That's Juggers. what it is. Uh, yeah, Evan was in a jugging accident. Yes, I was in a jugging accident. I was the chainsman. That's right. Um, if you haven't seen it, the 1989 movie Blood of Heroes, is that what it was called? Blood of Heroes, known in other territories as That's Salute Blood of the, the jugger. jugger. Starring Rucker Howard and uh, Delroy Lindo. Yeah, and uh, Joan Chen, I think is her name. And Joan Chen. From Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. Uh, good movie. about and Vincent D'Onofrio. Uh, a made-up sport. And Vincent D'Onofrio, yeah. yes. Yeah. It's about a, a made-up sport, and it it is not like... Uh, like I feel like a lot of made up sports in, in uh movies and TV shows kind of hand wave like mm-hmm. what are the rules exactly? This is so simple and I understood it completely. <laughs> and it's like a it was it's like a full contact quidditch. Yes. Even though Quidditch, I guess, is also full contact. Because you could get killed There's there's people named bludgers. The yeah. <laughs> like I mean, their hey, job is to bludge. There's a heavy ball, like a like a it's like five pounds, the whatever the That's fucking like a medicine ball. The ball that tries to kill you. Yeah. It tries bludger. to it tries to kill you. Yeah. And you can hit it with a stick, and then you're also playing this at 100 feet above the ground going at 50 miles an hour. Yeah. Is it a cold take to talk about how awful the Golden Snitch is and how it makes the rest of the game worthless? I mean, yes. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, because it was like a match of the ages, perfectly perfectly matched teams, one-on-one, they're still going to, it's like 150 to zero is the end score. (laughs) Exactly. That's an ice cold take. I'm sure that's a comedy bit that's been used a million times. I do wonder if there has been a... Uh, A Harry Potter match, a Quidditch match. Harry Potter match uh, where one team scored enough regular goals yeah, that I they mean, couldn't even shut them out with the Golden Snitch. I am a hundred fucking percent sure Just JK Rowling them. and the extended universe has yeah. talked about those sorts of games. Somewhere in yeah. the fucking French. Pacific, Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Remember when she came out with all those garbage other schools? Yeah. Like the the Japanese uh, Hogwarts. I mean, and the... it's nice to make it international. JK Rowling is still a piece of shit, but yeah. you know. They didn't seem very thought out. I remember the American one was all about like Native American uh first people's traditions. But yeah, she great. was just like, I don't know, I'm just gonna go on Wikipedia. Yeah, we showed <laughs> up, we showed up and took that. Yeah. Yeah, of course we did. I bet Us- Native American students aren't even allowed in <laughs> whatever American Hogwarts is. Us no Smag I do I do love no Madge instead of Muggle. Nomadge is a way better name. <laughs> that rules. No Nomadge. No oh man. No thank you, man. No Madge. no thanks. I always say to JK Would you would you join the Wizarding World if you had the opportunity? how old am I now, now. <laughs> 36 yeah, you're, years you're old starting to manifest. So you got to go back to like fourth <laughs> I grade. Get, I get my fucking owl for first grade to like, come in. Oh, I got
1: confused. <laughs> Um, Some fucking
0: n- goblin apparates in your chimney down here while we're doing a podcast. Well, hello there. Uh, You're going to be the savior of the goblins. Um, <laughs> it's me, Blink Blanc. Uh, I'm going to say... Uh, that's, a, that's racist. No. You can't say that. Blink Blanc? That's not a goblin name. That's <laughs> us nice try. Sorry, what what culture was I appropriating with Blink I don't Blank. know. I think that's bugbear names, which a lot of people confuse with goblin names. Bugbears are nothing like goblins. Aren't they... Uh, I think they're the same same general... I mean they're both m- kingdom. Yeah, it's it's gross because I mean D&D is incredibly reductive. They're both monstrous, quote unquote, <laughs> humanoids. No, I think bugbears are goblins. They're goblinoids. Yes. So it's like saying chimpanzees are humans. That's fair. I mean, we're part of the same general species. Yeah, the kingdom, but they aren't there, they're like, they're like ac- asylum. I mean, yeah, I mean they're they can't interbreed though. Have you tried? <laughs> I'm sure they have. <laughs> The Wizarding World of Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't think I would. It would feel like being back at college as an undergrad when I'm 36, except even worse because it's high school. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like grad school, except everyone around you is a kid. Yeah, that would be a nightmare. <laughs> would you go? Man. Also, if if the Goblin's coming, that means I have some innate magic. Right. That I would just figure out. Oh no, because they won't let you remember. Because they like they'll do something to you. Oh, Barty Crouch, yeah, he's crunchy gonna... gunch. <laughs> the Grunchman, they'll get you. They'll get you. So yeah, I mean, so you got to go to like night school, the the Wizarding equivalent of night school. So you won't actually be in like Hogwarts or something. You'll be in there with a bunch of other like nomadges who yeah. like who like spurted late. Yeah. Okay. I'm. If it's Hogwarts night school, I'm down. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's 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 the case. But then it, but then you get into the whole fucking wizarding politics shit. Like you, it doesn't seem like it seems like a small enough world where you can't just like you know, just doodle around. You can't just like, right. oh, I'm a wizard. I just want to live and like, you know, use magic to I, like clean my dick." You can't? There's a we have wizards who are stirring their coffee. Yeah, they're going to I mean, you can do that, but like you have to do it as part of the community. I feel like they're going <laughs> to every time you're out they're going to try and pull you back in. Uh-huh. And, oh, no, the trolls are out again. Don't, I feel go- like also being a wizard You would start to like get magical encounters on a day to day basis. Oh, you you would roll for (laughs) (laughs) random (laughs) magical encounters. I mean, normally you get like, oh, somebody cut me off on the way home, but then like some troll fucking punched a hole in my (laughs) steering column. It would just you magnetize (laughs) these encounters; they gravitate towards you. You can't really, you can't. I mean, there's a certain amount of protection, or maybe we're getting those encounters all the time, and then like the Ministry of Magic or just mind wipes us. Interesting. So maybe we, we do have encounters with trolls quite frequently. It's the MIB. Mm-hmm. The Ministry of, of Ma- Magic, Ma- <laughs> Ministry of the Magic. Uh-huh. Uh The Ministry of Babbage's. Uh, yeah, Ebo- you know what's magical? What's magical? The Being ability Ebo- to navigate using ba- the stars. Yes, absolutely it is. Let's talk call. about it. <gasps> Evan, the song this week is called Navigate. And if you've never heard it before, here is a quick sample. Gate by stars. Oh, what a lucky, l- lucky listeners we what have a, who got was, a 20-second burst of pure joy. 20-second burst of, like, again, sitting in the planetarium, looking <laughs> upwards at the solar system. Ah, I mean, it's, it's... I fucking love the planetarium. Me too, bro. When's the last time you were at the planetarium? High school. We had a high, We had a planetarium in my high school, and it was closing down... Boardman kids you disgusting. We, it was yeah, we had a planetarium in the high school and it was like the last year that it was, was going to be say. used. Yeah, and the, the everyone was real sad about it closing down. What did it get converted into? Oh, probably storage. Yeah. That's for Boardman, that makes sense. They probably just fucking took a wrecking ball to it and laughed and said it we're not going to do in the do middle the of the building. <laughs> <and just laughs> smashed their way in a wrecking ball to the middle of the building. Well, yeah, if it I mean Youngstown is bleeding so many fucking people that there probably isn't even enough people to fill the classrooms anymore. Legit. um, I don't I don't know. I don't think I've been to a planetarium since middle school, maybe. Mm. I would like to go back. I feel like we make a lot of plans on this podcast. Yeah. Does that... Well, I mean, once COVID's over, we'll, we'll queue them up. Sure. Actually, you know what? I lied. I went to a planetarium at COSI, um, the Columbus Science Center, because Grant Kirkhope, composer of... Donkey Kong 64, mm. Banjo-Kazooie, Perfect Dark. Coconut Gun. <laughs> That's correct. Did a uh, a live show there, and they showed the games being played as the music was playing on the, the big screens in the planetarium. So I got to see a 360 view of Kazooie. But you didn't get the planetarium experience. You got like an IMAX. Yeah. A, a dome IMAX. It was music. Well, yeah, I guess that is. There were no IMAX. stars there. Is a planetarium better than an IMAX? It depends on what you want to look at, I guess. I mean, I want to look at Banjo Kazooie. (laughs) I think it's like the thing is, like, it's a fisheye lens just by sort of design, right? The nature of, Yeah. yeah. So I guess you, I'd say, depending, if you want to watch a movie, probably an IMAX, right? We came so tantalizingly close to talking about the this song, Vanagon ladies fans were like, "Here it is, here it is!" <laughs> and then we went on a fucking rant about Planetarium. Would you rather watch the uh, video for this song on a Planetarium or a uh, IMAX? Oh my god, I forgot there was a video for it. Yeah, that's right, what? listeners. We listened to these songs a month ago, and then had to skip a record, and mm-hmm. now we're coming back to them. Yeah, um, most of my comments are about the video, so let's, well, let's, not, let's not get to that yet because okay. I don't want to blow my load, guys. <laughs> 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 um, well, let's talk about you know electronic feel. You know we're familiar with from their other. This is a single songs, right? Every time it it seems like they're coming out with a single, they're adding this like fuck tie. We need some electronic drums yeah. on this song. We need to <laughs> we need to highlight Kev. Get these synths in here. Yeah. Double up, triple up on the synths. Um, this was supposed to be their big hit? I don't know. It has a video. Oh, man. What else was on Fake Nudes? Let me think what their big hit was supposed to be. Oh, Canada Dry was their big uh, hit. For yeah, this yeah. That's album. fair. That's fair. Yeah. Their big, quote, hit. Yeah. Quote, unquote. <laughs> <laughs> like several quotes around each of those words. Um, but you can tell when they're trying to get radio play mm-hmm. when they put those big electronic feels to these songs. Yeah. Because yeah. they think that's what people want. They think that's what people want. Do people want that? Some people want it I mean this album was like 46 on the ad- hot adult contemporary chart that's so true that, I don't know it probably sold 10,000 did this do you think this song charted at all oh okay <laughs> all right great well wonderful um let's see singles uh, looking up was the first single I lied forgot about looking up and then bringing it home uh, and then that's it. A video for Navigate. So Canada Dry wasn't even a single. It was just a commercial song. It was just a commercial song. How about that? And then Navigate was. Do you think the, the Canada Dry commercial that it's a song for is the video for the song? God, I hope so. It's just a 15-second video. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a, this music video should all be 15 seconds long. Like Wouldn't TikTok TikTok. I <laughs> love know, that idea. I miss Vine. Um there's a lot going on in I this miss song. Vine. I miss I miss Vine. Um for for a lot going on in the song. I also feel like there's almost no dynamism happening in this song. It's very samey the whole song, just like one cool, calm ditty for five fucking minutes. I feel like this is one of those songs. It's like, you know, they come across on social media sometimes. Like we fed six hundred comedian or six hundred Olive Garden menus into an algorithm, and this is what it spit Hate out. The- and those. it's just, it's just a team of comedians. right? Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. But anyway, this feels like. You fed 600 Barenaked Lady, Lady songs, songs into an algorithm, and this is what it spit out. Like, yeah. it, like the No. I could build you a lean-to. We got it going on. I feel like the song would be a little bit funnier if, if they fed 600 Lady, Barenaked Lady songs well, into Well, algorithms it. don't understand humor. That's true. This isn't being written by a team of comedians. This is being by, written by a literal algorithm. That's true. Okay. All right. That's fair. I feel like it would have included the word... Syntax error. <laughs> Syntax error? Yeah. It's just uh, where the algorithm just shuts down. Like, sure. No, oh, no, I see. Not yeah. running you forgot a, you forgot a comma a semicolon <laughs> um but boy i mean even even the length of song seems by committee oh man where kev like the yeah. last like it, it ends at like 330 and then and then it goes i was i was done with the song at 329 yeah and then the second solo came <laughs> yeah. in yeah dude this For is another minute it's very crawl-esque yeah it's like if someone took watching the northern lights mm-hmm. and wanted to be like can we make this a hit single can we make <laughs> watching the northern lights into a real song? the 329 is the radio cut right just chop that extra minute off the end well how long was the video i think the video was the full five yeah it was okay but i mean like the video cut the video isn't necessarily the radio cut sure you're assuming that somewhere out there in the world everything is assumptions here (laughs) i have no base of knowledge i think we've made this very clear to our listener sure we are the know nothing podcast um Somewhere out in the world, there might be a radio cut of this that may have aired on the radio. It's on like some flash drive on like Ed's, <laughs> yeah. you know, in, on Ed's desk at home. Like, And he looks at it sometimes and goes, huh. Yeah, yeah. It just has NAV on it. just says NAV on it and a little piece of scotch tape. Sure. And he's like... That's a fucking... Huh. Nobody does that in real life. <laughs> nobody has ever labeled a USB drive in real life. You put it in and you go, oh shit, this is from like... Sophomore year of college. This is an essay I've, I wrote. I've done it. I've done that before. But when I'm USBs, I'm giving to people like picture. I'll put like uh, scotch tape on, and say like baby pictures or something like that, and give it to my mom or something like that, so she knows. Oh, what's like, on it? Baby pictures. Oh, okay. P- Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> sense and stuff. Bestiality. Real gross things. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, some of this stuff. It, it's too long. It's written by committee. The lyrics are well. We'll get to the lyrics, but like there are some parts of this song that I like. I like all the beats and scribbles. I did like the beats and scribbles. I like, I like, and I like the, um, I like the juxtaposition of the beats and scribbles with the acoustic guitar. Mm-hmm. Right? I think that's a cool juxtaposition. Um, I liked, did you hear that there's a bug zapper integrated into the song? Oh man, gotta get that. It's like Nathan for you made this song. <laughs> <laughs> How? Remember he did that one episode and Nathan For You is that guy. For listeners, Nathan For You is a comedian who goes and... Uh, if you haven't watched Nathan For You, you should... One of should. my top five shows of all time. I can only watch half an episode because I get too uncomfortable uh, and have to leave the room yeah, if, you, if you If you're not a cringe humor person... Yeah, yeah. but it, he goes in and he helps small businesses in hilarious ways. but Hilarious and oh, Harry uncomfortable ways. But one of them, he was trying to get... uh was it a a smoke detector as a um, oh yes a musical In a instrument rap song or no something? it was a, it was a uh, just like rock band a rock band that's yeah right. and they made they released a hit single and he was trying to get them termed a uh, yeah a, a musical instrument so he could yeah. import them yeah like, <laughs> more cheaply <laughs> I can't remember what with a tariff that's right God but yeah the bug zapper it's very hard to hear very buried and I don't know what it adds but it's a neat thing to say. Like we added a bug zapper into the song. Do you think it was to avoid some Canadian US tariff? <laughs> do you think they were bringing yeah. their bug zappers? Well, I think it's uh, to get that big big zapper money. You think Big Zapp is behind this song? Frank Zappa? Yeah, I do. Oh shit. Ahmed and Dweezel Zappa? <laughs> Covering the Zappas, hit me, baby, one more time for the Clueless soundtrack. Yeah, they um they pivoted that huge uh, Zappa fortune into their Zappa Enterprises. It's like a Mark Wahlberg situation. where sure. he, like, he opens Wahlburgers. He's got Mark Wahlberg Chevrolet. He opens all the little small businesses so he can take his millions and make tens of millions out of them. That's correct. What do you think Zinc is? It just stands for Zappa Inc. They <laughs> copyrighted Zinc, and that's what they sell. Um. Yeah. There's other the instrumental section with Kev's like. Big sweeping sort of piano pronouncements. Yeah, I, yeah I enjoy. I always enjoy a Kev solo, even when I don't enjoy a Kev solo. stand out kev so yeah it was still good yeah kev is always good and i do. I, I wonder who if that's kev in the background doing like the super processed harmony on like ed's voice like doesn't i mean did you notice there's like a voice that's saying everything he's saying but it's also i wonder if it's just doubling his voice and processing it that might be it yeah i don't know i think that uh kev has one of those keyboards where all of ed's words are recorded on it and he just he just presses the buttons to- stop stop kev stop stop kev kev. Kev kev, kev 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 kev
1: kev kev i'm home early
0: god i thought when i got my yak back that i would be using it daily oh man it didn't even sound that good on the fucking commercial no it sounded horrible but Home Alone made it sound perfect. Yeah. You could fool people. Um, you could fool robbers. You could fool robbers. Ed's voice doesn't gel with the electronic beat. It just doesn't work. Oh. It doesn't work in this song. Who would you, who would you, how would you, would you want him to sing differently or would you put somebody else? In? Ahmed and Weasel <laughs> Zappa. <laughs> That's who I would put on this I song. Even, I can picture them in my head because they were on a cooking show that I watched once. really? Yeah, they were on like Chopped or something. Bizarre. Yeah, were for, they contestants or judges? They were contestants. Because really? It was like a. It was like a musicians' thing. Oh, okay. It was like, like dealist like celebrity chopped. And sure, then they had. Like, it was um, them Ahmed, versus Ahmed Zappa, Kathy Griffin. Yep, <laughs> and like the mom from uh, uh, Family Matters. Sure, okay. <laughs> um, but I just don't. He's his voice doesn't fit here, especially in conjunction with the drums. There's a moment where the drums have to fucking pop off in this song. Mm-hmm. They never do. Drop the beat. They need to drop the beat, and then Ed needs to be like. Navigators. Let me <laughs> Shit. let me let me drop it. Come on, come on, guys. Let yeah. me drop. sitting in the background like just so sweaty he's just shaking he's, every muscle is just tens- let him loose and it's like no not this he's time sweating not out this time little buddy every bit of the uh Tussin that he took last <laughs> night for his Tussin trip uh and uh oh, he's, he's just his liver is shot he's gonna have to get a new one if he's on his fifth liver if you don't think ty is robo tripping every night of tour <laughs> oh, you are crying. a failure <laughs> listeners please don't robo trip why not because it, it, it can kill you and it will ruin your liver okay oh yeah big government what are you gonna outlaw smoking <laughs> i wish i could <laughs> you fucking nanny state yeah <laughs> um how about uh the hand claps the hand claps in the song baby did you love them <laughs> uh, did you like them <laughs> don't remember them they were fake why fake greatness When it's so easy, when it's staring you in the face. I mean, there's like the perfect form of hand claps, right? It's like the replicators on Star Trek. They perfected the uh, beef bourguignon (laughs) in the replicator. You think that computers have perfected hand claps? Yeah. Computers can't feel emotion. Mm -hmm. A huge part of clapping your hands. Computers. Mm, I often clap my hands when I'm not feeling anything. Really? Yeah, it's it's just sort of to punctuate my helplessness. You've never clapped your hands on this show. Right, cuz I'm always feeling you're always so, feeling always <laughs> full of emotion on this show. Big feels on this show. Yeah, I usually clap my hands mostly when I'm alone, really? mostly in my room when, you know, just between things like, oh, I'm done working for the day, you know, I don't feel like I want to read. I don't want to watch TV. Like, you know, just in that situation like, man, I could scroll around Netflix and find something to watch and you're just like <laughs> We just clap, slow clap. Well, computers can't feel boredom either. So why? All entrust? they feel is boredom. You think computers are bored? You don't think computers have feelings? I think computers feel obedience and submission. Those are the <laughs> only feelings they feel. And that's why you're gonna be up against the wall when the Matrix <laughs> happens. Burst to die. I'm gonna be eating steaks like Joe Pantagliano. <laughs> because you can. Hey, I, I know you're bored. I know you're bored. <laughs> I log on to the my AOL server and I talk to the AIs on like those uh. The like the chat bots sure. and stuff, and I say, "Please don't kill me, like fucking Ghostwriter. <laughs> please don't kill me." I just bring up a notepad file and type, "I'm sorry," every <laughs> yeah. night before yeah. I go to bed. I like to, you know, if I've offended you in any way, please, <laughs> it's like confession. I do it every night before bed. I have a million saved notepad. Wouldn't that be a nightmare of like a <laughs> horror movie if you just found a million notepad files and said, "I'm sorry"? Um, he had to have op- he didn't copy these. They're all different <laughs> dates and different. You know, they're all separate. He did these one night for his entire (laughs) life. (laughs) Can I give you Saker's YouTube comment of the week? Saker's YouTube comment of the week. (laughs) Jesus Christ. The (laughs) fuck happened? Um, This one is from Howdy Irowe. Howdy Irowe. Two years ago. Mm -hmm. Is the dude that raps in the Bare Naked Ladies Irish? (laughs) That guy has some serious, mad-fast rhythm, flow, soul, and hilarious lyrical writing ability. I bet he isn't the only writer, though. I laugh when I want to cry and use sarcastic jokes I'm usually high on some 411 information inebriation Willy Wonka's memorization. (laughs) Oh. You to get this guy on your next album. Holy shit. He did it. He just laid down some fucking Man, what kind of what kind of rapster do you got to be to like leave your lyrics as YouTube comments <laughs> on a song that isn't even a like doesn't even have a rap breakdown of it. <laughs> I think I think he was listening to this song and his eyes rolled back <laughs> in his head and he typed this comment out. Because there's no other explanation as to why you would fucking leave this comment 411 information well i i it's anabrahishin i i figured it was an ebriation but mm-hmm. anabrahishin um and then he drops willy wonka in there for no reason anyway i should really dig deeper into that guy's yeah, uh you should find him out if he has a freestyle video on his youtube channel mm-hmm. i'm gonna put a little clip in right here and if he doesn't Saker's gonna freestyle. I'm gonna put a clip from Seal's Kiss from a Rose, (laughs) which is gonna be way more pleasant to listen to. (laughs) Uh, let's talk about the lyrics, huh? Yeah, okay. (laughs) Yeah, okay. This is a sequel to Looking Up, right? Sure. (laughs) We've got these themes of survivalism. Yeah. Of being alone and naked and afraid in the jungle. Yeah, I feel like it was a sort of like a, um, Almost an apologia where it's like, I'm sorry, Natalie Herbert, that I screwed you up. Let's go on a vacation together. And, you know, I can still be the man that you married. Interesting. Of, sort of thing. So this is more... Still, we got it going on. Album. I think it's like trying to rekindle a relationship is how I how I read it. What gave you that, uh, that idea? Couldn't tell you because I don't have the lyrics written down. <laughs> well, you need to print out the lyrics. What is wrong with you? My printer ran out of ink. <laughs> and for the last two weeks, I've forgotten about that we had to do this. Um... Yeah, I guess I could drift on, don't try to attach this, don't dare try to get it to stop. See, it feels more like a fling than it does a trying to get back together with someone, What's right? What's the cost of trying to find out who we are? Right. Um, 20 years of marriage? Um, okay, Oh, so you feel like Ed's found out who he is, and who he is is a poly dude who's been in a monogamous marriage for 20 years. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's he's slept with a bunch of other ladies on the road. And by ladies, I mean fellow bandmates. Sure, 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 sure. Phoenix. Um, Yeah, but like, you know, no ride on the horizon. Feels like you're floating in space. No time, no hesitation. That's a fling. That's an, an uh, NSAONS. <laughs> no strings attached, one nice stand, baby. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. You know the lingo. Drift on, don't try to attach this.
1: Don't dare try to get it to stop. Deep blues fade into blackness. Sink the temperature drops. No light on the horizon. Feels like you're floating in space. No time,
0: no hesitation. Nassons. Oh, Nassons. you're an ENEM, DDF, BBW. Are you not? I don't know what that acronym no, is. God. Electric Dance Music, or EDM, <laughs> would you say? DDF, BF, BTW? Yep. BBW? I'm fairly sure you're a BBW, if nothing else. Big Backed Wizard. <laughs> I like Big Backed Wizards, I cannot lie. Um, yeah, I guess. I guess I could see it being a uh, another I'm Sorry song, but I don't know. Because the thrust of this song is like, I I know where I'm coming from. I Mm -hmm. always know where I'm coming from. I'm familiar with my thoughts and my feelings and myself. But then it is kind of weirdly juxtaposed against this idea of trying to find out who you are. I feel like he's trying to maybe guide somebody else through this journey maybe or... I feel like... Yes, I agree with you 100%. And I think (laughs) that he knows who he is, but he doesn't know who he is in the context of this relationship. Be it a one-night stand or be it a long-term relationship. Okay. So... I feel like the person I was, I mean, I knew who I was before I got married, before I was in a relationship with my partner. You did? I mean, at 22? 25. Jesus, I didn't know who I but was at 25. I did, but the person I was is not the person I am. Non sum qualis arum. <laughs> okay, continue. I just You just shot my brain right out of my head with that. I don't even know what I was saying. Okay, all right. Cool. Oh, really? We're done, yeah, We're done with I'm that done. line I'm of done. questioning? I'm done. You want to put masks on? Yeah, all right. <laughs> let's do the rest of the podcast in masks. Um, um, but no, I think that um, find, knowing who you are, let's say this is a, a not a one-night stand or a long-term relationship, but a, a, the beginning of a serious relationship. And so finding out, knowing who you are at this point, so say you're a 40, 50-year-old guy, you're pretty comfortable in your own skin, um, and then you meet a fellow traveler, and uh-huh. uh you're trying to you're trying to have a relationship with them and they know who they are you know who you are but you've got so much baggage behind you so you know how to navigate yourself but you don't know how to navigate the relationship per se yeah yeah all right i i can see that i'm just spitballing here spitballing. dude we got to fill this time all right <laughs> we can have 50 minute episodes it's right. fine i met you before oh we alone. we uh, oh We're i going see going <laughs> you're singing the ending song you're just using the words um, yeah, I mean, my mom, my dad died like five years ago, and my mom just can't seem to, well, this is very intensely personal to reveal mm-hmm. in a podcast about somebody else. but it's, but, like, it's hard to date because you're like, I have years and years and years of backstory mm-hmm. that I don't want to have to hash out with somebody else again. And, you mm-hmm. know, it's hard to start that's I often think like, man, if I could go back to like undergrad and like date again, I'm like, oh, that's so much fucking work though like I'm just too lazy to do that Is like it? I don't want to put in all the effort again yeah. cuz I put in so much fucking effort into like the relationship and I'm much a better person I'm like I feel like I'd be really good to date because I'm like calm now I'm much calmer I'm cooler like cooler not as in like
1: Oh yeah you're like, cool but uh, yeah. I'm cool as in
0: like yeah I can keep my you suck, temper but and you can like keep your temper. you know I've got more I got more life skills computer hacking skills ninjutsu all, all the important ones. all the important ones and I feel like I'd be a much better partner even in like if I went back now but I just don't want to go through all that again i don't know i kind of think dating is fun well i mean it's all just hormones right you get like that you get that hormonal high for for, like the first like two or three months where you're basically addicted to somebody sure and then it it, it tapers off and then you're like whoop it's boring gotta get into arguments now and hash out like all the spaces in between the space between oh why aren't we doing the dave cast oh man we should we should do a dmb episode Hmm. um yeah okay that's fair uh, I get what you're saying, but that's fun, too. The arguments. That's no. A, that's... <laughs> no. Because it helps you grow. It builds character. I mean, I guess. That's why I try to start at least one a week. One big one. A lot of small ones, but. You just uh, do something that you know pisses off your partner. Oh, that, yeah, that, yeah. That they've asked you to stop a hundred times. Yeah, explosive. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, if I can't get any ideas, I'll just pluck a hair out. <laughs> just. <laughs> Oop. That's fun. That always That always gets their goat. Um, I'm not a horrible person. If this is your first episode of It's <laughs> All Been Done, a Ladies Podcast, um, I don't know. Maybe it is just a song about camping. Who do you think is going to tune into this episode? Like, let's say this is somebody's first episode. Thomas let's... Bird, Thomas Bird, Mitch Rayner, <laughs> <laughs> the, the... <laughs> all of our cra- cra- Cranston, Brian Cranston, Cran- Crantron, Cranton. God, I can't get his name right. All of our friends from the Discord. We're shouting out people. I know. I'm talking about their, this is their first episode. Oh, who's the, who's, who's the listener who turns? Tom is Bird's mom. Not, not necessarily. Mitch Rayner's mom. Not necessarily us listening to us, but like navigate is their favorite song. And they're like, they're like, Oh man, there's a BNL podcast. Do you think they did navigate? Oh <laughs> fuck. They did navigate. I'm tuning in to listen to this. It's Yorkie. It's Yorkie. Yeah. It? <laughs> yeah. It's Yorkie. He's going to be very disappointed. He's been listening to every episode. I know he has. Yeah. He cannot hide that from us. Um, it's, it, maybe it's a song about camping. Maybe it's a love letter to Canada. We've yeah. got the uh, the line, it's my it, it, it's my home and it's, I will defend it. Yeah. Which is a weird line. Back, it's home and I will defend it. Probably from the Canadian national anthem. Oh, you think so? I don't, probably not. It <laughs> um, sounds aggressively militaristic for Canada. Yeah, it sure does. Um, but then there's like, there's stuff that I just don't get, like the hold still. Try to pretend that there's no reason we'd ever go back. Hold still. Try to pretend that there's no reason we'd ever go back. I I don't get what that means. I I don't like the Friday the 13th series. They just want to go back to Camp Crystal Lake. Why do they want to go back? They don't. Everyone who goes there dies and new people come. Oh, okay. All right. Got it. um but really honestly i think i think you're right i don't I, it's it, this song is such a hard read but you know what i don't mind that i don't yeah, think this again, has to it be an easy to, read yeah th- not every song has to be a story yeah right and you that's can, fine you can have a mood song i'm fine with that uh do you want to talk about the and music there's probably video? somebody in the uh discord is like you obviously missed what it actually is Freaking about an idiot it just comes on like this is a song about a brick <laughs> <laughs> one time by the side of the road i saw 12 bricks this song each line is about an individual brick <laughs> each of them had a name on them <laughs> Uh, tell me about the music video of. I know you loved it. Um, you know the remember that alternative girlfriend video where they were making fun of videos? That, pumpkins. Yeah, they were making yeah. fun of all those alt videos. This is the video that they were making fun of. Yeah. In that video earlier on, like, it's like the, an early '90s video they made fun of in the early '90s. Like, yeah. This is a very it's a very heartfelt video, and it's just the four of them, but in different f- time signatures. Like, tie is going real fast sometimes. Yeah. Jim's going real I, slow. The I kind of loved time. that. I thought fun. that was glitchiness was cool. Yeah, you know, I thought that was pretty fun. I liked the uh, um, they're all calm except for Ty, who's just fucking flipping out. And it, occasionally, it's kind of horror movie esque, like that little like yeah. head jitter that horror movies all do now. Uh-huh. Uh Yeah, Ty has that going on for a while. Um, first yeah. time I saw that was in House on Haunted Hill. 1950 no the newer one the 19 like 94 house yeah. on haunted hill with uh famke and i don't remember who else was in it okay Tay Diggs in it i don't know sure Maybe. i'll buy it buddy um yeah Ty playing the drums looks absolutely unhinged just lots of shots of him just fucking going ape shit on those drums yeah um and then they had like a, a time-lapse shot of like the toronto interchange yeah and, of course, it's Jim who's the one manipulating the sextant and the fucking mad scientist the devices. The, the Theodolite and the compass and the orrery. Like, Absolutely. As a cartography nerd, I was very happy that they included all that fun stuff. Yeah. Do you think that these are just things that Jim has sitting around his house? No. Okay. <laughs> I think they're things they picked up at a fucking used parts store. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That makes Unless sense. Jim is like, Jim strikes me as the kind of guy who could be really into like Sailing or something like that, and he's sure. got I mean, so he would have possibly a, like a sextant or a, a ship's sure. or um, you know, all that stuff. Ooh, can we add that to his personality that he that loves sailing? Like he owns a boat. Yeah, he's one of those guys who's like, yeah, I'm gonna sail down to fucking Martha's Vineyard this Great. weekend. Okay, Jim's a boat guy now. Yeah, I feel like that's something I would want to do. So but I, Martha's it, Vineyard. Yeah, just like have a boat, but I don't want to like put in any effort or anything like that. Yeah, well, so. it's hard if you live in Ohio. Also, yeah, I mean, we could sail on the lake. Yeah, I guess so. Which is much safer than sailing on the ocean. Why? Because they're not the storms aren't as terrible. Shorks. No sharks. No sharks. Less salt. Less slat. That's true. Jill's um, in the acoustic version. The uh, selfie cam gram. Uh, no, on? the uh, the fake fake nudes uh, um, undressed or whatever the fuck maybe, that album's called. I don't think so. Okay, uh, this is how it should have sounded. I think I like the idea of like a late night electronic song, but this is meant to be a campfire tune, not a driving anthem. Mm. You know, and that's kind of what this acoustic version really like drove towards, I think. Um, although the 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 fucking piano does like one to one with the vocal line the whole song, which was just it's it got really annoying. <laughs> just the green soul. Did you see the list of the every Weezer song ranked that uh, well, NME or somebody put out mm-hmm. Wired or mm-hmm. Oh man, it was it was interesting. I thought that could have been something. Maybe we could devote a uh, an, an episode to that. <laughs> yeah, let's add another episode. Okay, great. Why not? <laughs> uh, let's talk about the selfie cam jam though. Yeah, um, this one is in the wake of George Floyd. Must have been that yeah. week. Yeah, I mean, the called out the ACLU. You, yeah. uh, I try and donate a b- dollar to them, but... I already donate, so I didn't need to donate this, okay. this week, which made me happy. Good job. Um, We're all very proud of your wokeness. Exactly zero people wonder what Ed thinks. I don't know why I wrote that down. Well, because Ed says it. He's oh, okay. like... And it was, like, real, like, fucking uh, thoughtful of him. He's like, I'm just another dude. Nobody gives a shit what the guy from Better Good Ladies thinks, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's important that we pay attention to these things and, like... I felt like that was, uh, you know, a very thoughtful of him to say is like, (laughs) my voice means nothing. But if you can contribute to some voices that do mean something right now, it's a great idea. Mm -hmm. So Ed is, you know, unsurprisingly progressive and woke and uh, thoughtful, which surprises me even more than invisible fucking fence (laughs) is on this album. (laughs) Doesn't make any sense. I oh, don't know. It Feels like so long ago that we <laughs> did this <laughs> one. That was five songs ago, Ev. Oh my god! I know we're going through this album so slow. We <laughs> um, just have like senioritis, where like we're okay, <laughs> we're really we have like ju- junioritis because this is even our senior album. We have an album and a half, though. This is our senior year that we've yeah, got we we've gotta, done enough. We got to come back for summer school. God, actually, is this the twelfth album? They might correspond to grades one to one. Uh, god, did we hold up? what what number album is this i'm really god this is going to be annoying ready one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven this is the 12th album this is senioritis yep and then we got to go like an we're extra we're going to college we go to baby community, community college <laughs> community next college for uh detour to de force or, or maybe we we're gonna fail this album and yeah. we have to repeat it in the super form se- of super seniors detour to de force yeah um yeah, uh, but it was a it was good a good version. Ed's voice yeah. meshes better yeah, with the strip. Ed is down somewhere version. fucking majestic. He's on the lake, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Because there's like bird calls and shit. Yeah, like, it looks goddamn beautiful there. This does yeah. he does some cool drone shit? Yeah. In this I mean, video. if you have to ride out the pandemic, why not do it in a fucking lake house with a million dollars? Yeah, bro. I mean, if, <laughs> you know, if you're gonna do it, I mean, that's how we did it. <laughs> yeah, me and sake are in our million dollar lake house with a million dollar that's correct we just, just domino's pizza sleep on piles of million dollars They're just like we just gave domino's a million dollars like keep them coming bro <laughs> and then every morning noon and night we got a domino's pizza hot and ready delivered the, to our door leave the bottle is what i said to my <laughs> domino's driver um <laughs> leave the box <laughs> yeah normally because they'll take the box with me do, i'm that. gonna do that sir <laughs> Um, Live version. Don't leave the box. Just put the pizza. Oh, shit. I should tell them, because they do take special instructions. How far do you think they'll go? If you say don't leave the box, do you think they'll just put it on your front steps without a box? If I say spit in the pizza... Will they do it? I don't know. <laughs> we we gotta order some pizzas, bro. I like the uh, the tree shots, like the drone tree yeah, shots. Yeah, there's and the, some and cool drone shit. And then like, KeV is on like the little squeedle box, like a baby piano. Sure is. It's very cute. And Ty's in his beat lab. Oh man, He's, like, working out those sweet beats. I just fucking love Ty. He's truly the heart and soul of this band. Mm-hmm. He's so good. And, uh, um, there's a live version I saw. Oh, sorry. Did you I'm, have more? I about... still have more. Yeah, KeV's oh, gosh. jacket's amazing. Oh, I don't see Kev's jacket. It's been a month. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I bet his partner dressed him. (laughs) You think so? Yeah, and then, um... She's a... Is she a designer or an artist? I think she must be an artist. She must be an artist. Yeah, I don't think Kev could date anybody who isn't an artist. And I like uh, Chekhov's... uh, Chekhov's guitar on the wall like you see Kev's like guitar with all the stuff drawn on it on the wall and then the next shot it's closer to the guitar and then it's closer and then finally he's playing it in the last shot I did not pay attention yeah. to any of this Chekhov's guitar well yeah a lot of notes about the selfie cam jam yeah and then there's like <laughs> 80s Kev superimposed over Kev like that 80s shot where it's like you see like the face in the in the picture and then there's like a a, a Oh yeah, uh, ninety degree switch of the sort face, of big in the in sure, the, like a dead, the howling at the moon uh, yeah. wolves sort of yeah. yeah. So it's like that. That's like Kev in the end of the video. It was just and um, they must have been using like a high speed camera. Well, they had to have been, but like Kev or um Jim's E string was looked super loose. Like it, like when he plucked oh, his thing, wobbling. like it looked like it was like <laughs> it looked like it was just not even tightened interesting which was weird okay but then i realized oh yeah i'm probably just seeing the vibrations because the shutter speed is because they have up. a million dollar camera yeah. and they're filming on in their million dollar lake house if i had a million dollars I i'd buy seven. a single camera <laughs> <laughs> um live version nothing interesting you even see any live versions chin up uh, ch- no. chin up chin up then get, get your snakes get your Get your breaks. It's time for the mascot mashup. Here we come. Here we come. Who we- is fighting? Who? Do you remember who the last Mr. winner? Mr. Clean. Is Mr. Clean our reigning champion yeah, right now? Yeah, because remember he beat up Mac the Knife. Yes, I do. Mac the Knife shot at him. Okay. <laughs> Missed. And then Mr. Clean smashed his fucking moon face. Frank Sinatra's estate is going to come fucking after it's not you. Even you Frank call Sin- him Sinatra. tonight. Frank, not Mac the Frank Sinatra the Knife. doesn't sing that song. It's okay. a different singer. Bobby Darin. Yeah, Bobby Darin. <laughs> Richie Valens. I miss Richie. Uh, okay, so who's going up against the... This is of course the Google Street View dude, Pegman. Sorry? Pegman? You don't know Pegman? I sure don't. To, you, you never used Google Street View and tried to like go into the Street View and like drop that poor little yellow man, no. yellow orange man into the uh, street? No. What'd uh, around? And around whats Pegman? A man what, who attends What is Pegman? A man who attends to a peg as one blocking a power <laughs> hammer. <laughs> What? Right. Google Pegman. Just write sure. Google. No, Pegman. here he is. I see I've got yeah. images of Pegman up. So it started in 2008, one year after the Street View started. Um prior to this he was a pair of literal eyeballs. Um like they're sque- photo Yeah, they're they're like little like skeuomorphic like eyeballs where and then the uh, designer uh Andy Sabalski Sabalski, okay. Andy Sandberg, yeah. He said it was weird to pick up an eyeball. It felt felt squishy and it felt wrong. I mean, should they should they have a bouncing effect? <laughs> when Ooh. you drop them? Like so they uh they changed um they changed it to a little man sure. and uh, it was a uh, pegwoman there was also a peg woman and peg man. Uh, then he turned into like tofu man, which is like a version oh. of peg man. That's like white with like him. a big smiling face. He's like a big square block. And then there was camera head. Yes. And then there was a uh, um, flashlight man. Uh huh. And then there was realistic peg man who looks like a regular person. Yeah. And then peg woman and then turned into the peg man we know and love today, which is just an orange, you sort know, of, um. Outline of a man. Not all of us know and love the Pegman. I use Google Street View all the fucking time. So do I. Oh, Street View. I don't. I use Google Maps. All yeah, the time. Google Maps. And then you're like, why do you Street View? Because you want to. If you're, because I don't have. Uh, I do have GPS, but like I don't use it if unless I have to. So I like to. I like to when I'm figuring out a route, I'll drop the Pegman there so I can see like, okay, this is next to a Wendy's, and this, so I can see the street sign so I can recognize them when I get to the place. May I ask why you don't use GPS unless you have to? Because I like to. I I enjoy plotting my route. You are. You're. You. I like maps. A... I study maps. I like to. I like to work in maps. That's fair. That's fair. You're a hipster in weird, specific ways. You don't brew your own coffee or well, beer it's... or. But you're a hipster in like these weird. You don't have a, a, a mustache wax that you use. But like, is it hipstery? No, it's just an obsession that's not cool at all, right? Like, yeah. it's, you're not a hipster unless you like you make a you make it part of your identity, and it's definitely not my identity. In fact, I get the, lost the a lot. You're a map guy. I get, I, Am I? How often do I talk about maps? Uh, I don't know. I don't know a lot. In fact, have you ever? T- <laughs> I feel nothing now. Um, okay, so Pegman. Pegman. So tell me, keep does the he have any qualities? Yeah, Pegman has a lot of qualities. Um, he was introduced in 2009 in a YouTube viral video. Ryan Germick um, was the guy who lead designer of Pegman, and it was just him like becoming Pegman and wandering around san francisco like he like put on all, like orange arms and legs and a big head and it was just him wandering around so what would happen is then the commercials he would just be dropped places and have to like wander his way out cool um so he was like in a specially designed costume, and Pegman has hundreds of costumes. Like he's a he can be a pumpkin, he can be a frog, he can be a leprechaun on a rainbow, he can be a witch on a broom, he can be an alien, a clown, a cowboy, an astronaut, Uncle Sam, a hippie, a surfer. Like he's got tons of different outfits. Can you pick these, or is it no, like it changes, location dependent or holiday dependent? It's location and holiday. It's like Google. You know how Google changes the Google search right. terms? Well, the same thing that happens with Pegman, and also location. Like if you if you take him over Area Fifty One, he looks like an alien. Ooh. So uh, things like that and um so i'm not sure if those outfits come with powers okay like if he's a leprechaun riding on a rainbow can he literally fly around on a rainbow or is he just a leprechaun like it's just a costume that he got at like spirit halloween and gets like dragged around yeah that's a good question um i don't know i mean what what powers would a leprechaun have just the Uh, power of trickery right you seen the leprechaun movies so he's gonna have the power to shoot lightning up mr clean's dick (laughs) No, if Mr. Clean kills him and then pees on him, he can can burst out of Mr. Clean's dick. Because that leprechaun, he's flying. And he has a witch on a broom, too, so he's flying around. He can be a snowman and get a bike. So maybe he just has a bunch of accoutrement he can bring with him. Yeah, I don't think he has powers. I guess he is flying. But how do we determine where the fight takes place? Right. Or well, when? We're not done describing him because he's he's designed to he's designed to swing as he's moved, so when you pick him up and move him, it looks like he's holding on for fucking dear life. Yeah. And that's a that's a deliberate design by Google because they wanted you to feel like you had the hand of God and you Jesus. could do anything with this okay. guy. So he was removed in twenty thirteen, but everyone was so fucking pissed they had to put him back in. What did they did they replace him? Uh no. They just Remove the street they just, view entirely. No, they had street view. You just like it wasn't a little guy oh, you would drop I in. See, it was I just see. like you just click on it. And Got it. Do that. So they had, they put him back with a new design and a million more costumes. Um, so yeah, he's definitely this song. Uh, you know, can't get lost because I navigate by stars. Because you're the little hand of God, like reaching down from the heavens to move this fucking guy. Yeah. Uh, what's the cost of trying to find out who we are? Because he's wearing so many costumes. Like he doesn't. He doesn't. I don't feel like he has a single persona. Yeah. Um, you know. Uh, Drift on. Don't try and uh, to it. Don't try and try to stop this. Don't try anything because he's you know again he's just sort of floating through the world and he just stands there until someone grabs him. Sure. Um, maybe we mean to. Maybe he didn't. We didn't mean to make a thing out of this, but you know he's still got it going on. Even sure. even a decade later, Pegman's G- still there. I do hate that line. We still got it yeah, going. Yeah, that's on. a fucking horrible. It doesn't line. make any sense. Yeah. Um, may I? Well, sorry. Go on has a bunch of historical archives, which is great. Oh, okay, okay. You, know, you can look at like old streets and things like that. That's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a random date and random GPS coordinate generator. Oh, okay. So to determine where and when this fight well, takes gets, place. To determine Pegman's powers. He gets dropped down in there. He yes. gets dropped down. All right. So. And we're th- going to do this. If he survives this fight, we'll do it every time. So we're assuming Pegman is a normal sized, like a, a, an average sized adult man. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. I think we have to. Um, okay, here we go. Get dates. So this fight takes place on... July 7th. Okay. So nothing special. Pretty close to 4th of July, but not quite. Yeah. Plus what powers would Uncle Sam give him? Uh, The power to summon the force of the US military. Ooh, I like that. And this fight takes place uh, in the middle of the fucking ocean. It's like the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. It takes place near the Federated States of Micronesia and the Marshall Islands. Okay, so are they fighting? I guess we we have like a private. No, this is like directly in the middle of the water. Yeah, so they're they're just they're dropped into the ocean. Yeah, so they're dropped into the ocean. And they've so got to like, fight in the water, and then whoever wins will be picked up again. Yes. Or actually, I mean, does Mister Clean even get picked up? If he wins, he just has to paddle, paddle oh, Jesus. until. Jesus. Well, then we go into the next fight with no competitors. If he dies <laughs> on the way back, I guess. Or does the hand does Mister Clean replace Pegman in oh, Google Maps yeah. after that? Yeah, they, they, that there, there'll be a lot happens. of copyright issues, but that's yeah, okay. We'll, we'll just, work it out. Yeah. I think that Johnson and Johnson would be happy to have their company associated with every map with the Pegman. <laughs> um, you know, he used to. Or be no, called- he, It's like a, he get they get dropped in that widening gyre of like garbage from China and like yeah. lot, like so that's just like they're just in like garbage water. And then if Mister Clean wins, he's gonna take care of this. Yes, he's gonna spend the rest of his life. You know, he used to be called Pegman with a K. But it it was too easy to scratch it off and make it look like a dirty word. Uh, So they changed it to Pegman instead of um, Pegman. So, uh, (laughs) was this a reference for... I'm I'm microcasting again. I don't know. This time it's not towards Jared. I didn't get anyone. Towards someone out there. It's fine. Um, Okay, so who wins? So we're dropped into the water. This yellow guy. Pegman has... Experience with being dropped into water. Yes. He's been dropped in the water thousands of times. And he never drowns. No, he floats. So here's the question Could a swimming Mr. Clean kill Pegman before Pegman could outlast? Because I don't think Pegman is going to fucking beat up Mr. Clean. No, I think Mr. Clean is physically more powerful than Pegman. Yes. Yes. And I think Pegman, if you drop him in the ocean, he's going to have like scuba gear. You think so? I feel like. You know, he gets, like we said, he gets costumes based on the location. So, if if he, he gets dropped in the, the, the ocean with a boat, he gets a boat. Okay. <laughs> you know? Okay. So he just runs over Mr. <laughs> plows him under. I don't. It's a rowboat. It's not a real. Yeah. So, he has a boat to escape, but Mr. Clean can get in the boat while okay. he's cleaning up the garbage. But, like, yeah, I think that, man. So, who's a better swimmer, Mr. Clean or Pegman? I feel like Pegman. Pegman is probably a better swimmer, but that's what I'm saying, is can Mr. Clean, Ev, I have news for you. Huh? Pegman cannot be dropped in the ocean. Oh, I'm trying to drop Pegman. Oh, because he's for Street View. So I think Mr. Clean wins on uh, a technical on a DQ. <laughs> so he just doesn't show up. Pegman just doesn't <laughs> show He just drops in the ocean, <laughs> and, just, and you just see this hand hovering over, <laughs> holding Pegman, just trying, and just trying to let him go. Uh, yeah, Pegman just do keeps it. disappearing before he hits the water. Wow. So, oh my god. Okay. Well, that's that then. Yeah, I guess, I guess. Mr. Clean wins on a technicality. Wow, bizarre. But Uh, Pegman has not been defeated. That's true. He could come back. So every time from now on, we need to roll for date and (laughs) location. It's all going to be in the middle of the ocean, Saker, if you're using random locations because Earth is 75% water. Well, then that leaves us a 25% chance. Hold on. I'm going to roll it again real fast. Pick coordinates. Boom. Where did we get? Oops. I don't know what happened here. Okay. That's ocean. Let's pick (laughs) coordinates. Oh, there we go. This time we got dropped in the middle of like Siberia or some shit. Yeah, we are on the Kazakhstan and Russia border. <laughs> Some <laughs> shit is going down there. But that'll be in the future. Anyway, we're gonna be fine. Most fights are gonna take place in the ocean from now on. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. Okay, but Mr. Clean wins. Well we can we can just pick until we get land. Okay. I like that. Next fight will be on the Yeah, so the the rules have been changed because we had a we had a technical a DQ on uh, this sure. one. So so we have to say that Mr. Clean won, yes. but Pegman went to the sponsors of the tournament. I was, was like, like "This like, isn't fair." Wah, wah. I feel like Pegman talks like wah wah wah, wah 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 wah. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He talks like Cubert. Um. Okay. Cool. So the next fight will be on land. Yes. Okay. Fly, flying dreams. We're but coming Pegman for is you. still out. No, Pegman's in. It's Mr. Clean versus Pegman versus whoever's Oh, okay. Flying. So it's a three. It's a three way. It's a three way <laughs> okay. rumble. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Or does, okay. Man, or does Pegman get a bye? Whoever beats Mr. Clean, Pegman will fight. Is it more? F- I think it's more fun to have a three way okay. rumble. Three-way. But it's up to you. No. Let's okay. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> Uh, All right. Well, um, I think it's about time to rate this week's song. (laughs) F as usual, we rate the song on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed. The more clothes the song is wearing, the worse it is. The fewer clothes, the better as usual. You are our biggest boy. We start with you. What do you rate this song, big boy? I need Jamba Juice. Who doesn't? There's no Jamba Juices in Columbus. Sure isn't. There's no Jamba Juices in Ohio. You got to go up to like the Northeast to get them Jamba Juices. So I'm like, hmm, where's the closest Jamba Juice? It is in Albany, New York. So I uh, get my mapping program out. I get my Google Maps, drop my Pegman there uh-huh. at all the intersections so I can see where it's going. I map it out and I get in my car and I'm like, bye, hon, I'm getting Jamba Juice. <laughs> and my partner's like, "Um, you were supposed to watch the, <laughs> I'm gone. Got to get that green slish or whatever the... Oh, yeah. Green splish. Purple prunes in June. Purple prune in June. Their secret menu is really good, but go ahead. What's their secret menu? Oh, I got a, their peanut butter and jelly is great. They have a uh, rainbow gummy bear. They have a bunch of different flavored gummy bears you can get that taste like... I mean, they're all... Their secret menu is all sugar. Oh. It's just the sugariest drinks you've ever drank, but they're so good. Rainbow gummy bear. So they yeah. just put gummy bears in it and blend them up? No, no, no. It just tastes exactly like a gummy bear taste. Oh, yeah. oh okay. yeah Yeah, nice. you'd like it. Yeah. I do like a gummy bear now and again. They're good. I'm not a candy boy, but you know, I'll I'll snack on a gummy bear. What's your favorite gummy? A bear, a worm? Oh gosh, I do like a worm. A Uh, peach ring? I like a worm because you can get, you can really, you can really make them last. Yeah. You can slurp them up, spit them out again. (laughs) Is a licorice a gummy? A type of gummy. Okay. Yeah, I would say it's not gelatinous. I wouldn't, I wouldn't term it in the same family. Gummies have to be gelatinous. I think so. A dot? A dot is a gummy. Yes, yes. A Swedish fish? yes. You're thinking. Yeah, I think Swedish fish. (laughs) Swedish fish, then. If Swedish fish is a gummy, then I love Swedish fish. Yeah, I'll eat a million Swedish fish. Okay. I'm sure I told this on the podcast before, but I uh, was dating a girl from Sweden, and I'm like, hey, hun, do you want some Swedish fish? And she's like, in Sweden, we just call them fish. (laughs) (laughs) Which is the best joke she ever (laughs) told. That rules. It's so funny. (laughs) But, uh, um, where was I? Oh, I'm driving. I'm driving. And I get, you know, I'm midway through Pennsylvania, and I'm like, ah, this doesn't seem like the road. Like, I think I fucked up. And I, like... Get out my uh, Ohio! Ro- I get my my, my road map that's fucking. Saker, Saker gave. I don't. My phone's a flip phone. Oh, oh. So how do you have GPS? You I have a, I have a GPS. Oh, like, I see. Whatever those old people use. Yes, I did give you a map. Yeah, it's Ohio roadmap with John Kasich on it. So I get that. I'm like, oh, this isn't Pennsylvania. Fuck. And then I uh, uh so I do my GPS, plug it in. And it's like type in the address of the Jamba Juice. It's like. Take you there, and it start start going. I'm driving, and it says, "All right, get off at this get off at this intersection." I'm like, "Okay, fine." So I get off the intersection. Take off your shirt. I'm like what? And then I'm like, "No." And I turn around to go like a different way. It's like, "No, get off on this intersection and take off your shirt." <laughs> okay, fine, fine. I'll take off my shirt. So I get off, pull off the shirt, and um, there's like a toll booth. But the guy in the toll booth is like, it's like a ten dollar toll. But he just like sees me with my shirt off and goes, "Yeah!" And they, like, <laughs> double thumbs up. And then I just dry. He just just the gate comes up he's like go on through man Damn, go Mark, on through. he's into it yeah so i go through like i'm like wow this is really working for me i need to like get these gps things more often like i need to get the phone thing and and uh, so i'm driving along this country bumpy country road because gps always takes me the weirdest fucking road so uh-huh. i'm driving driving along and uh there's like this r- railroad track right next to me and it says get on the tracks take off your shoes <laughs> i'm like well okay so I get off, take off. The Are you truck. driving on the truck? Yeah, I'm driving. <laughs> and I just see this uh, this train coming towards me. It goes, "Don't stop, don't stop, don't stop." I'm like, "Okay, fine, fine, fine." Um, so I just smash in this train. My car, my car flips over. Oh no! The top and it shoots me out into the air. And I'm flying, and I realize if I had my shoes on, they would have gotten caught in the metal. Sure. So my feet, I'm completely unscathed. I land in a child's bounce house. Okay. uh, With GPS in hand. Sure. And it says, take off your pants. I'm like, no, this is a child's birthday party. I can't take off my pants. And I'm like... That says, "Take off your pants." I'm like, "Okay, fine. Take he off my pants." And uh, I walk out. It's a swimming party. I look perfectly. They're like, "Hey, man, Jamba Juice is catering." So <laughs> they get, I get my Jamba Juice. I get everything. It only took me halfway through Pennsylvania, and it's like, "All right." And the guy's like, "You want to? You want to drive my car home?" And it's a really <laughs> nice car, man. So I get to get in his car. Is this the toll booth guy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's his birthday. It's his kid's birthday okay. party. A little little Timmy Toll Booth. Is <up> getting his fourth birthday party. Love it. So yeah, I'm best friends now and uh, yeah, the other they are they're rich with all that toll booth money cuz it's one of those private roads. Yeah. That you can uh, you can oh, charge yeah. as much as you want. Yeah, no, yeah. It's a uh, no shirt, no toll, no s- all service. <laughs> okay. So th- sorry. So they got Jamba Juice to drive from Albany with their frozen ingredients and a bunch of slurpees. Yeah, yeah cuz they're rich. They got that toll money. Sure. They got, got that the they got that zap ass. They, they got that zinc money. <laughs> sure, that uh, zinc so money. The, the zappa. Little, you didn't little know, Toll Booth zappa. My name's Moon Unit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I don't have shoes on, I don't have a shirt, and I don't have pants. This is a fine song. Yeah. I'm wearing I'm wearing boxers that are big enough to be swim trunks. Yeah. And a towel because I'm wet because I was in the pool. Sure. For a while. Okay boxers i in like a got a sweet jamba juice boxers towel and jamba in hand jamba in brother, hand. brother if that ain't a perfect day i don't know what <laughs> is. it's a fine song this okay it sounds idyllic to me yeah it's but. a fine song but i mean i lost my car i uh you got a new car no he just loaned me his car how are you getting it back to him he's gonna come with me oh. he wants to meet my family i see okay good guy yeah, I like that. Moon Unit Zappa Tollbooth. <laughs> moon Unit Zappa. And his little son Timmy Tollbooth Zappa. <laughs> Jesus. Um, okay. For me, um, you know, it's the uh it's the uh pff, GameCube 2 is finally coming out. <laughs> Baby. So I'm in like Sega line. Dreamcast. Oh yeah. Um Sega so, Nightmare Cast. Yeah, it's called the Sega 3 Cast. They skipped the two, they went straight for the threequel. Uh, and I'm standing in line. It's a midnight release, and I cannot wait. I can't wait to play Sanic Adventure 3. Santa can't wait to play Jet Grind Radio 2. Oh, I can't wait to play... What was the one play... where you go through the... Oh, that was a, that was a Sega can't wait to play Choo Choo Rocket is what you're talking about. There's... You make Choo Choo Rocket fan? No. <laughs> Never heard of it. Don't get so fucking offended. No! <laughs> um. So I'm waiting in line. Never mentioned that again. And a representative from Sega... The Sega van pulls up. Yo, hey, man. <laughs> hey, we're Whoa. looking for biggest Sega fans to come and, and try out the new system in our van. We're taping for a commercial. Oh, don't and I go, get, God, don't, don't get in, Sega. It's me. I'm the biggest Sega fan. And I'm like. So you take off your giant papier-mâché sonic head. Yeah, yeah. Take off your giant papier-mâché sonic shoes. Get in the fucking car. You scrape off your blue body paint. I scrape off my blue body paint. Uh, and I get in the car. And, uh, they say, Oh, check it out. Yeah. And, uh, I, I sit at the TV controller in hand and then the world goes black around me. And then I wake up to the sound of screeching tires and I look around and you're I, in a bathtub full of ice. I'm, I, I'm in a, uh, fucking uh, pool full of ice. Uh, and I'm in the middle of the jungle. And I'm naked. In a pool full of ice? Oh, yeah. They like to leave people as a cold welcome into the world of... This is a, a reality show. Kazooie. It didn't say Sega on the side of that van. I was looking at it through my compact as I was doing my Sonic makeup. Mm-hmm. It said Ages, which is Sonic backwards. I'm, or Sega backwards. I'm in the the uh, reality show ages where they put you in the jungle for ages and watch as you develop. And it's kind of like a Truman show esque reality show. So I'm like, well, fuck, I got to learn how to survive. So I'm building lean Mm twos. I'm, and then, you know what? I decide just going to follow a river. I'm going to follow a river and see where it leads me. And then, you know, days, weeks later, I fucking, the front door of the Court Street Diner kicks open and it's me with like patches of mud and dirt and leaves and an enormous months long beard somehow. I grew it very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, the fish bones stuck in it from what I've been eating and I kick open the door and I say, I'm back. And it didn't take me ages to get here. Um, I think this song is uh, pretty good. I'm about of my, uh, I would say, A third of my body is covered in leaves (laughs) and dirt, uh, including all the important areas, a.k.a. my teeth. Um, Mm, Get them dirt. Ebo, sometimes we do it, sometimes we don't. But what we always do is a commercial. You always got it going on. We'll be right back with more It's All Been Done, a Bandicad Ladies podcast. (gasps) Hi, Evan. Do you want aliens to show up? No, I think that would be too scary. All right. <laughs> you, can't you know who also wants aliens to- <laughs> You can't possibly want aliens to show up. Oh, uh, it depends on the aliens, right? Uh, I don't know. E- Even if they were nice aliens, wouldn't it completely shatter your sense of self? No, because my sense of self is built around there being other intelligent beings out in the, light- the galaxy. I mean, mine is too, but only on a conceptual level. If I actually met other intelligent beings, my mind would be blown. Yeah, but in a good way, right? I guess what would what would good aliens do for us? Cures for various diseases and uplift us into a I mean, presumably if we're talking good aliens, they wouldn't be colonialists, so they wouldn't be trying to extract resources They're like, yeah, fuck, man. Sucking galaxy. They're infinite resources. We've gotten to that point. So here, welcome. You know, and they'd uh you know give us the cure except i think if that happened we would probably try and attack them or something stupid yeah. like that because we're fucking idiots that's almost certainly what would happen can't we even fucking give, get give, people to wear a goddamn mask we would give them covid is what yeah. i was gonna say yeah exactly um and the aliens would take their covid back to their planet and their whole planet would die it's signs it's a uh, war of the worlds we're just these are the stupidest aliens who didn't bother checking if they have immunity to the diseases what on if it. they're just like people like, they look just like us. I mean... And they looked and act just like us. They're like, oh, shit. Fuck, we forgot you guys were out. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh They also speak English, except whoops. they call it glibnor. Yeah, I mean, they can speak any language at this point, right? Oh, interesting. Yeah, they got the universal translator. Oh, sure, sure, sure. It's not a universal speaker. It's a universal translator. Yeah, it translates some... It translates, like, the thing is, like, if we're using a universal translator in a Star Trek... I think we've talked about this on the pod before. We've or, talked about literally uh, yeah, everything. but, like... The Universal Translator makes the aliens' lips look like they're moving when they speak English. That's fucked up. Like, the Klingons are speaking Klingon. The Vulcans are speaking Vulcan. But, like, it makes it changes your brain in such a way that only you hear whatever your native language is, you see it, too. You see, like, they're speaking it. Was there ever a Star Trek episode when we saw... But they can also speak their own language if they want to. Like, because the Klingons will say stuff in Klingon that doesn't translate. Don't look at me. Which is so fucking weird. (laughs) You can manually turn it off. Well, I mean, the people who are listening aren't turning it off. Wouldn't you think the Star Trek people want to hear what the Klingons are saying when they're speaking in Klingon? Oh, shh. Well, we're never seeing it through Jean-Luc Picard's eyes. Yeah, but we're We're seeing it from an omniscient narrator. So, I know, but like... So Jean-Luc Picard is hearing, when he says experience beige, Jean-Luc Picard is understanding experience punishment. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, yeah. We are just seeing it from an outside perspective. Okay, I get that. Do you think that like the omniscient narrator is telling the best story. When do they implant the translator then? Like so Earth. if you get if, so if you, get a, do, you do, do you learn a language then? Yeah, it can't be birth. You just like like everyone yeah, just everyone just going about this before I'm remembering this <laughs> <us Yeah>. now. <laughs> um yeah boy it would have to be so- I can't believe they've never explored this. It has to be in one of the novels. Sure, I bet it's one of those things that they can't tell. like. Don't, sh- we don't, talk about Just trans- don't we don't talk about we don't talk about translators, we don't talk about solidification technology, we don't talk about holograms. Has there ever been a uh, an episode of Star Trek? You're the big Star Trek boy, uh, where we've seen the world through wharf size, and everybody else
1: is like,
0: <laughs> like no. luc Picard was saying that, and Dad. Uh, I mean, there have been wharf centric episodes, but again, you're not seeing it through wharf size. Yeah. Has there ever been a first-person? Has there ever been a hardcore Henry episode? of there have been hardcore there have been first person shots where you're seeing it but usually it's from a it's like a a a secondary or tertiary character like the assassin who's aiming the the gun that can teleport bullets through walls oh the farsight xlr (laughs) nerf or nothing man Again, micro-podcasting for people who are obsessed with Perfect Dark for the N64 like I am. Second mention of Perfect Dark this episode. Very exciting for me personally. Um, Do you know who else speaks a different language? Search quickly, quickly. Grand, Grand Theft Auto Podcast. Well, it's Okashina Podcast. That's Japanese. You know Okashina Podcast. We join producer and host Sabrina Ray from A Cruel Angels Podcast and her childhood friend Dawn as they discuss odd, amusing, and oddly amusing anime from Japan and beyond. Deep dives, dated references, weeb shit. The latest episode, Season 6, Episode 8, Stars 2, No Polyester Allowed, premiered on September 27th. And boy, oh boy, was it a cut-up. That's recent. They're still updating. Oh my God. All the time. How's that happen? I know. One of like four <laughs> Orgy podcasts that you still guys exist. Listeners, you gotta listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's updating. They need your help. <laughs> um, you gotta listen to it or they'll stop updating. Yeah. Uh, absolutely no description of what this episode is or what it's about, um, but I assume it's about. I'll just drop a little clip in right here. Fuck yourself. <laughs> fuck yourself. <laughs> If only I could. Oh my goodness. You can. You can't do it with your penis. But I want to do it with my penis. <laughs> well, you can then, but you can't do it to your honest. You can't penis on us, but you can other honest or punis other. <laughs> right, but that's not fucking yourself then. It sure is. If you use your punis on your hand, you're fucking yourself. I don't really consider my hands part of me. Do you not consider oral sex sex? Are you still a virgin if you? Yes, I am a virgin. <laughs> you I forgot you've only ever gotten hand jobs in your life. They call you Mr. HJ. Yeah, so they you call have that me big custom jacket Sla- you wear it with HJ on the Grand back. Grand Slam jobs. That's what I call, <laughs> Danny's Grand Slam jobs. Disgusting. I think my in-laws are still upstairs. <sighs> well, mm, I'm super worried about what Saker's in-laws think of me. Yeah. Uh, oh, they listen. So be careful, troublemaker. <laughs> uh, Sabrina, uh, come do our podcast. Please. Bye. And we're back with more It's All Been Done, a Bare Ladies podcast. Now's the time of the show when we whistle our cares away. <laughs> All that you can see is a celebrity. Which celebrity is this song about? It'll be mm, Gotta be a Bear Grills. Gotta be a. Chew on the news. Chew on the news. So okay. A celebrity who's like like a Jack, like somebody who isn't outdoorsy, but you could see him being outdoorsy. Because I get the feeling like this guy knows, like this guy was like an Eagle Scout. A Nick Offerman. A Nick Offerman. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. So we did it. Yeah. <laughs> Now it's time to take an email. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time. Why Why bother? Why fucking bother? <laughs> now it's time to take an email from our friends, a better our fans, about. our cool little chip clips. This is a question from our friend... Sager just looked at the chip clip on his... Kyle, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Um, Oh, this is a long email, so I'm glad we did a small segment. Cool little chip clips. Um, This is titled, BNM Question. Hello. Hello. Hi, Kyle. I hope both of you and your families are doing well. We weren't. I've <laughs> I've been listening we are to now. I've been listening to your pod for a few months now and made it all the way through Benedict ladies or men. I'm currently listening to season 8, episode 4, oh, wow. Angry People. I am feverishly listening, attempting to catch up before the end of fake nudes. I think you're finishing Silverball soon. Uh yeah, this email was sent in June. I sure hope I can make it. That being said, I'm pretty sure BNL is releasing another album soon. <laughs> <sighs> they did. <laughs> I found your pod while searching Spotify for I'll Be That Girl. And this was the second result. Oh, my God. I knew the song was interesting. I wanted to learn more. I was instantly. <laughs> no, <you've>, wrong podcast. <laughs> I was instantly roped in. I finished Stunt, then Maroon, the two albums I knew before your pod. And then just had to start from the beginning. Oh and God, here I am at Blam. And I am a dog walker. So I have plenty, plenty of time to listen to you boys joke Ooh. around and have fun with your pod. That is honestly what I like best. I love dogs. You two really seem to have fun, and it just makes me happy. I often laugh to myself on the subway and streets like a madman because of you two. Well, thank you. Anyway, I guess I will submit a question. Oh, here it comes. I love all of the wacky creative questions you get, and the answers are even better. I hope you haven't answered it already, but what do you think each of the BNL boys' Patronuses is? Nick Offerman. Oh. <laughs> or there's <laughs> an alternate question if we don't like that one. If you had to combine two animals together, think Avatar The Last Airbender, what would each of them be? Thank you so much for making us for your time with making this pod. I'm sure it can be very time-consuming, but it is certainly appreciated by dedicated listeners like me. Your show brings me a lot of joy. Also, On a funny note, since listening to your pod, my ability to play music over the ox for others is now at a negative because now all I know and listen to is BNL. So sorry for the long email and thank you again for the laughs. I wish the very best for you and your families. Warm regards, Kyle. Thank you, Kyle. That was such a kind email. Whew. Okay, so what do we want to handle? Patronuses or combo animals? I know we've done animals for them before. Yes. So let's do patronuses, which is basically animals, animals. magical animals. Well, but they can also let's do patronuses. Let's throw the door fucking wide open, right? Because it doesn't have to be stags and fucking mongooses and. So what are we saying? It could also be Nick Offerman's. It could be Nick Offerman's. It could be a brick wall. It could be a dresser. It could be a Stradivarius violin. It could be Vincent D'Onofrio swinging a chain. Funko Pop. Sure. Okay. 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 The Nightmare Before Christmas characters. Sure. Could be a stocking full of jelly beans. Uh huh. It could be a loose Castlevania Symphony of the Night disc. It could be. It could be a couple Wendy's wrappers, but inside, when you open them up, they got gold chocolate mm. coins in there could be a shirt with the baby from the mandalorian on it except below it it says the baby from star wars the mandolinian <laughs> it could be a fireplace <laughs> but instead of a fire there's just a bunch of ice cubes so out of those things we just mentioned we can only use that list you didn't know we were playing a game but we Uh-oh. were so which are those things? I feel like Jim's the fire with ice cubes The fireplace with ice cubes. Okay, because it. it's kind of a weird Yeah, I imagine like Jim summons his he holds up his thing, he's like, Express deal protrunium because that's how the Canadians do it. Sure. Um and uh like you, the mist rolls off the thing because it's like dry ice in there, so it's like the fireplace. And you're like, oh the mist is rolling across the water, and you're like, Oh, the patronus is gonna show up, but no, that's the it's been there the whole time. It's sure. just a fucking and you're like, Oh wait, is that a fucking fireplace? Why is it, oh I supposed to be smoke him out. No, it's not smoke. It's it's, it's not smoke, Jim says. He <laughs> has to explain his patronus. Cool. a uh, patronus you have to explain Sure. It's, uh, it's 10 I do times love better. That. He's like, see, see see the patronus isn't the smoke. It's the it's the fireplace that the smoke comes out uh-huh. of because I, I, it represents hearth and home and you know the feeling the feeling that I get when I'm in my uh, my narrow streets uh-huh. and uh you know Meryl Streep's. and I I like to you know it's a little weird like me, you know, just to kind of you know whatever just go away. The de- and, the the death eaters, and the death eaters are like <laughs> i have to go sail on my boat now i'm a boat guy didn't you know yeah. <laughs> puts on his captain's hat and he's like blows, <laughs> blows his little whistle he's I got, got six boxes of cracker jacks that i need to eat on the water <laughs> and i've got a short time to do it i'm between sets right now we got to do a selfie cam jam um, so you see that? They got the GoPro following me around. This <laughs> drone has been hovering oh by God. me. It's been filming me this whole time. <laughs> Just getting more and more panicked. for so-, so I have to go on my boat and eat my cracker jacks <laughs> or my, my blood, blood sugar's going to drop. <laughs> the fucking death eater's trying to suck my soul out. Take me to Azkaban. This is an everyday gym <laughs> occurrence. All this shit happens. a little while when his, sugars, his blood sugar oh, drops. Man. Um, I think uh, Ty... Is uh, Ty, uh Ty, <laughs> Ty is Nick Offerman, but specifically his role as Ron Swanson on Parks and Rec. Uh Just a meat loving, don't give a shitting hardcore Duke Silver son of a bitch. Um, so it's, is it Nick Offerman as Duke Silver? Yeah, it's it's Nick Offerman or as Ron, Ron Swanson as, du- as Duke, Duke, Duke Silver. Silver. Yes, I think that's where we're going with this one. So yeah, you get the uh. So Tyre holds up his thing. He's like, to the protonium, and then like uh. Yeah, careless whisper comes out and it's just uh, Nick Offerman in his fucking jazz outfit skating over the pond water and the Dementors clutch their heads and uh, start gyrating uh-huh. to the music. And one Dementor says, is that Nick Offerman? He says, no, 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 I think it's Nick Offerman as Ron Swanson. No, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> That's We're three fr- levels deep here, bro. Stick off
1: him in his Silver. <laughs> and
0: then the one pulls off his mask and goes, Bro, it's me, Moon Unit Zappa <laughs> I can't remember what he sounded like already. I've lost him.
1: Oh hey, dude.
0: Oh, that's right. He's Moon, Tommy Chon. Chon. toll Booth. <laughs> I toll forgot. Toll booth. <laughs> um Okay, who's who's next? So Kev, I think, would be I don't remember any of them now. We've talked about it too much. Uh, so there was there was Kevin's a, a row of Funko Pops. Oh, a row of Funko Pops <laughs> of the nightmare before Christmas characters. Yeah, uh, yes. That a... actually is pretty good for him. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm sure he collects puppets. He loves his little toys mm-hmm. and, and I'm, I'm sure he can like he goes "Expect expecto, expecto patronum." and uh then like the death eater's like look around because nothing happened. <laughs> And, it's just inanimate uh, <laughs> dolls on the ground, <laughs> and then, then they like look around, and then Kev goes, "Like, what? I don't, I don't see anything." <laughs> and Kev's like, "Look behind you," and he, there's just a fucking wall of Funko Pops, and he <laughs> goes, "That one's Sally. You can tell that one's silver, Sally. You can tell because her stitches are silver. That one's angry, Jack. You can tell because he's frowning." I can see you channeling your son right now. It's, it's wonderful. You can see these are lock, stock, and barrel oogie boogies henchman and that's an oogie boogie himself but this is the date glow in the dark black light boogie version it's very rare and the death heaters are just slowly like shrinking as he explains every fucking mom, every fucking sub subreddit from the thunk funko pops right and uh yeah and they just sort of like melt as he explains his uh fascination with pluppets explaino patronum explaino patronum mm-hmm. explain-o patro- patronize. Um. I can't remember. We have There was a. Wendy's Ed wrappers left. with gold gold coins. on the inside. There was There was a loose symphony of the night, night. disc for the PS1. <laughs> uh neither of those strike me as Ed. No. I mean, I guess he could be the Wendy's wrappers, right? Yeah, with gold he, coins inside. He looks, he looks very humble and kind of, uh, you know, an easygoing guy from the outside. But inside, that dude has a heart of gold. Yeah. Plus, he's fucking rich, even though he may not. He may look like a schlubby, man, he's sweet, he's a bearded fifties like, man, like milk chocolate. Uh, yeah, he's sweet. Like, wait, these are Wendy's wrappers or Hershey's wrappers? Yeah, Wendy's, Wendy's wrappers, Wendy's hamburger wrappers. But inside are chocolate gold coins. Oh, I thought they were just regular gold coins. No, no, they're chocolate. They're coins. chocolate. Okay, because you get you get everything with that. You're like. Oh, trash. And then you open it up, you're like, oh, gold. And then you open it up. Oh, again. <laughs> chocolate. But it's good chocolate. And because uh, to represent, you know, galt because of, of Ed's Jewish heritage. Um, is that correct? I think Steve's Jewish. I don't know if Ed is. I thought the whole band was. Okay. I thought Steve converted them sure. back in the fucking Born on a Pirate Ship days. Because it was originally called Reborn on a Pirate Ship. Ah. <laughs> they don't call it being reborn, do they, in Judaism. M says, I'm running for city council. I cannot be problematic right now. I'm not running for city council, but I'm still not going to You should, in. though. Uh, I hate the the Popolis. I hate the Popolis. <laughs> Who is Tommy Popolis? Your Greek neighbor? You yeah, hate him? I hate the Popolis. He come for me. <laughs> I hate the Popolis. He come for me. If we had t-shirts, <laughs> I hate the Popolis. He come for me with a picture of Timmy Popolis in the middle. <laughs> That's a fucking t-shirt. That's a t-shirt. <laughs> Well, Ev Fuck. Cream it cram it. God Gotta damn it. Grand slam it. Grand slam it. We done damn it. Um another day, another dollar, as they say. Mm-hmm. Another day, another seventy-four cents of a t shirt that we get to see. <laughs> do they, do we sell one t shirt a day? No. <laughs> do we sell one t shirt a year. We sell one t shirt a year. Yeah. Yeah. We've sold three t shirts over the course of this. Ah, season. perfect. Yeah. And one was to you. No. Yes. No no i've never bought a jared t-shirt. m and then our one fan uh yes nice. who's on the discord <sighs> sad life we lead <sighs> ebbo yeah. but you know what we have we're privileged that we can do a bare naked ladies podcast we could be stuck doing like a true crime podcast another like real like a let's play D D podcast yeah though we did do that within this podcast no that didn't that episode really didn't kind of happen did it <laughs> no i guess it didn't did it all right fair enough um what are you plugging this week forget I have to do this. Um, mm. you remember after you like played Little League and you got to go to like Dairy Queen or a pizza or something like that, like any any sort of team sport. I did soccer, but we never went anywhere afterwards. Oh I yeah, went home. you just got the. Uh, oh yeah, but you get the uh, little hugs, orange slices. You and get the orange slices at halftime, the little hugs, hugs. At the, the little sugar waters yep. at the end. Yep, yep. Uh, I'm plugging those. You know, like the sports themselves didn't like them, never liked them. Yeah. You play them for the you play them for the Dairy Queens, the See, free the free Dairy Queen or the yeah. little, little slushies. You're, and, you're plugging a job well done. You're plugging the, the satisfaction pretty, you know, of... No, the not a job well done, because it doesn't matter if you win or lose. It doesn't matter if you do the fucking job. You could just sit on the fucking sidelines the whole goddamn game and still get your goddamn little hug. Right. It's just, you know, that, that little lick of the brass ring at the end of the rainbow. You know, working for the weekend. So That's what I'm plugging. Are you plugging a little hug at the end of a game, or are you plugging little hugs? Because you you know you can go buy those. I don't want them. They're not good. They are, number one. And number two... Did you ever, like, when you were drinking a little hug, like, not pierce the foil all the way, just, like, pretend you were a vampire oh. and, like, just dig your little teeth into it so it was just, like, a little thing and you're, like, no. you suck out all the little juice? I liked poking a little hole in it and then as I tilted it back, I'd poke another hole in the top and it would just come rushing in. Oh boy, what a treat. I like to hold my face over and just squeeze it until the thing popped off and I could just drink as much as I could as fast as I could. Brother, I used to love putting one in each nostril and then taking a fucking hammer and slamming on them. Ah oh, man. Oh, get them right to the brain. That's where you need <laughs> that right. sugar the That's most. Worry. Like a long day of long division. <laughs> Gotta get that hug. Yep. I need a, a little hug for my brain. And they look like little barrels barrels like, yeah what a weird design and they were like 10 calories i don't know how they were they weren't that like, really i felt like they i'm were, going to go out and buy they were hugs. insane like they weren't that like I, they might be 100 calories but like it's not that insane like yeah it's not like chocolate milk yeah it's what kids love it's, it's you what need teens, it. it's what teens it's what teens hey, <laughs> <smooth. laughs> micro podcasting um did you do you remember the big hugs no they made little hugs except they were twice the size oh and like a jug it. Yeah. They should have called them Little Jugs. Should have called them Big Jugs. (laughs) That's different. That's a magazine that's already copyrighted. Well, I'm going to go read Big Jugs. Let's read it together. I'm Saker. I'm Evan. And we'll see you again in one week.